0: It is Census Day today on the country, around the country, but we're going back in time, way back to what, the late 90s, early 2000s when I used to speak to our next guest on the country, Tony Egan in his capacity as the Chief Executive of AFCO, which is interesting, bearing in mind the Egan family have a rich dynasty in the meat industry in this country. Uh, Tony, before we talk about Cyclone Gabrielle and what your family is doing to support farmers and rural communities, what were you doing back in those days moonlighting for AFCO when you had a substantial meat company within the family?
1: Yeah, Hi, Jamie. It's uh, it's great to talk to you again. It it seems like uh, we've been... um haven't talked for for decades literally <laughs> quite uh,
0: literally that is the yeah. case
1: yeah i was getting a bit of experience in the world and i i worked um i really enjoyed my time in africa but uh Greenlee was my bread and butter before that for eight and a half years, and it's, um, I've been back here for 12 now uh, after a stint at uh, a short Quality as well. So it's le- learning the ropes, I suppose you could say.
0: Well, it's a bit like Dad sending you off the family farm to go and work on another f- farm, get a bit of experience before you come back and run the family operation. I'm hearing through the grapevine that you guys at Greenlee have donated $2 million to the East Coast Rural Support Trust which is very, very generous considering your meat plant these days, even though you're a, we're a Gisborne-based family, your meat plants these days are in the Waikato region.
1: Yeah, they are, Jamie, but, you know, our roots are on the coast and uh, we have uh, a long association of supply from East Coast families and we have a lot of sympathy for the situation. I, I should add, a lot of uh, other meat companies are donating as well and I know a lot of our farmer suppliers have chipped in as well, so, you know, it's, it's more than just us, but... Um, It's only a fraction of what they need, to be honest with you, and it's going to take some time to come right.
0: Yeah I'm hearing from the likes of your previous employer AFCO what they're doing, Silver Fern Farms, Ditto and other meat companies on the east coast of the North Island are working in together because we are hearing from the farmers at the coalface that there's literally a four to six week window uh, in which they need to get the stock off before it places significant pressure on their feed covers as they set up for winter. Is it practical to get that stock off the farm and processed in that time frame?
1: The, yes, I think working as a team, uh, we've been flying a lot of fuel and to, uh, fuel generators. Uh, you know, it's not just cows uh, that need to be milked before transporting, but also bulls as well, you know, without electric electric fences. Um, our, buy, our buyers have been in amongst it all trying to find out where the greatest need is, and that's one of the reasons we're working so well with the Rural Support Trust, because they have good connections into the most affected areas uh, and... You're right, there is a bit of a window of opportunity, but it's going to require some innovation in places to get those stock away from the farm, to be honest. There's stock ready to come and no bridges.
0: We <laughs> were hearing all sorts of innovative ways to try and get stock off farms, but uh, I was reading a report from one farmer in Hawke's Bay this morning. Look, we, we all know it, those of us who have tried to move sheep and cattle uh, across waterways, the cattle will go across quite happily. The sheep don't like wet feet. That's
1: right. Fortunately, uh, we, uh, back in about nineteen uh, sorry, 2012, I think it was, we started the Greenleaf Foundation Trust, which meant each year we put aside some money for charitable causes and we worked closely with a number of farming-based activities as well and also community-based activities. And we've already got a long association on the coast, so it was really quite easy just to ramp up what we'd been doing already.
0: We've done a great job to the tune of $2 million. The other thing the meat companies have had to be very cognizant of during the past few weeks is not only their suppliers, but their workers.
1: Uh, that's true, and a lot of them have struggled. Um, one of the encouraging things for me is uh, how the meat companies have helped each other. We were helped by, you mentioned AFCO, they helped with the rendering uh, when there was fires about a year ago uh, up in the North Island here, and we've been able to help them more recently with hides because they're napier plants. So, you know, I think helping a mate in times like this is a real Kiwi thing, and I think it's important that we don't lose sight of it.
0: Absolutely. What is the future for the meat industry while I've got you on the end of the blower?
1: Well, I think it's positive, to be honest. I think, you know, we're inclined to see the glass as a bit half empty these days instead of half full. Uh, but we're, we're seeing markets starting to recover post-COVID. We're seeing, you know, our dollar's not too high, and um, we're seeing good fundamental demand in countries like North America and in, in Southeast Asia. So, you know, th- th- there's definitely a growing awareness of things like climate change and the impact it's having on things, but fundamentally people got to eat, and um, when times get tough, people tend to shy away from the alternative protein and get back to the basics, you know, meat and spuds, and to be honest with you, we're seeing um, seeing that happen.
0: Yep, meat and three veg, you can't beat it. Are we too reliant on China,
1: though? Uh, we're definitely reliant on China. I don't think too reliant unless something goes wrong. Uh, uh, we certainly actively work on diversifying our strategy, you know, into other countries. We're we're big in Malaysia, for instance, and and, uh, other Asian countries. But China's an important part of what we do as a country, and we shouldn't lose sight of it.
0: Hey, Tony Egan, great to catch up with you, Mm. the Egan family. uh, Greenlee Meats, Greenlee Foundation Trust, that wonderful $2 million donation to the East Coast Rural Support Trust. Keep up the good work supporting your community. You're a Gisborne boy through and through.
1: You can say that, mate. Certainly am.
0: Good on you, Tony.